Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Yes, Brandon Bay and I in Rapport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no Fear. Museum quality, I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Beautiful day for podcasting. Today we talk about the loss of the great, the one and only good fella, Ray Liotta, who I had the honor and the pleasure of working with on the movie Copland. Talk about the loss of one of a kind, uh, Ray Liotta. Plus, updates on the Amber Turd, Johnny Depp trial, and some other Hollywood Breakdowns and of course, and I hate doing it, gotta talk about another mass, a mass killing, a mass shooting in Texas. Great I am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming up next. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast live and direct. Miles Jordan, aka the Bleach Brothers, aka the Dutch Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice, yes. Start this puppy off with something real proper, okay. But most importantly, start this puppy off with something real loud and real proper. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming up right now. Let's fucking go. All right. Have no fear. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Hope everybody's good. I hope everybody's safe. I hope everybody is sane. It's the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, and my name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Disruptive Warrior, a.k.a. the Raging Bullshitter. And you are now rocking with the very best. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption, the Ziggity, the Ziggity, 
I'll do it one more time. The Ziggity Zone of Disruption. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from beautiful New York City. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Just a gorgeous week here in New York. We had a couple of days that were in the 90s uh, last weekend, which was bizarre. Uh, but this is what spring is all about. Spring and fall in New York City. I don't think you could beat it. I don't think you can beat it. It is a beautiful day here right now. And like I said, I hope everybody is feeling good. Hope everybody is feeling safe. And I hope everybody is feeling sane. Anyway, I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. So much to talk about today. So much has gone on since the last podcast. You know, where I was going to start with the podcast was this terrible shooting in Texas, another fucking mass murder in Texas, which I'm going to get to that. Um, but it's become so redundant talking about these, these shootings. But of course we have to talk about it. And of course, um, you know what I'm going to say about it. Um, before that... I want to talk about Ray Liotta, the iconic actor Ray Liotta, passed away the other day, um, out of nowhere, 67 years old, the great Ray Liotta, truly a great actor, totally unique actor, passed away in his sleep. No foul play has been reported, 67 years old. He was down in Dominican Republic filming a movie. I don't know what movie he was filming down there. Um, but he died in his sleep. And, um, you know, very, very, very sad. Obviously, Ray Liotta, um, Goodfellas. I mean, one of the most... I mean, what a piece of fucking cinema. What a piece of art. Uh, what an iconic piece of film and pop culture and just perfection and you know I mean what can you say about Goodfellas that you haven't already said heard or discussed amongst yourselves and of course the film starts with Ray Liotta's voiceover where he says as far as I can remember I always wanted to be a gangster as far back as I can remember I always wanted to be a gangster in that distinct, gravelly Ray Liotta voice. And obviously Ray Liotta went on to narrate and star in Goodfellas. And, you know, he's a part, he's the star of one of the most important, iconic films to ever be made. And... um you know, had an incredible career, had a just a, a fucking unique, totally one-of-a-kind actor because of that voice, because of his look, because of those eyes, um, just an incredible career. Um, I first saw Ray Liotta in a film that not a lot of people have seen, a film called Something Wild, which came out in 1986, directed by Jonathan Demme, the great Jonathan Demme who has made, you know, a bunch of other really good films. 
most famously Silence of the Lambs. Um, but it's a weird, small film that Jeff Daniels and Melanie Griffin star in and a young Ray Liotta who was, you know, an unknown at the time plays this fucking psycho. The two of them are on this like, you know, love adventure. Melanie Griffin and Jeff Daniel, and they meet up with this fucking lunatic played by Ray Liotta. And it's just bizarre. I mean, he is so, I remember seeing that film and being like, I've never, like he was scary. He was frightening in that film. I don't know where you could watch it. I'm sure it's it's downloadable somewhere. I'm sure it's on, on, on some streaming platform. But if you want to see a totally unique, weird film and an incredible Ray Liotta performance, you should absolutely check out the film Something Wild, directed by Jonathan Demme, the great Jonathan Demme, who, of course, like I said, directed Silence of the Lambs and uh, some other films. Uh, uncle to the late, great Ted Demme, who directed Ray Liotta in the movie Blow, starring Johnny Depp, who I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about, a lot of people ask me, I've talked about these sick fucks a few other times. I talked about Amber Heard, Amber Turd, and Johnny Depp since this whole thing came up. But let me stay focused on Ray Liotta. Um, So, like I said, um, you should definitely try to find that film something wild. It's not a perfect film, but it's just a weird, unique, totally, uh, I mean, the performance he gives, you're just like, who is this fucking freak? And, you know, then he went on a few years later to get Goodfellas, which came out in 1990. And, you know, the rest is history. In my opinion, because his voice was so distinctly used through the narration and because we've watched Goodfellas so many times over and over and over and over and over again and because he's the narrator of it and the voice and the way it's used and the I mean there's just so many great moments in Goodfellas to us those goody good people who work shitty jobs for bum paychecks and took the subway to work every day worried about their bills were dead I mean, they were suckers. They had no balls. If we wanted something, we just took it. If anyone complained twice, they got hit so bad, believe me, they never complained again. It was just all routine, and you didn't even think about it. Funny how. We know every line, every frame, every stitch of clothing, every, every song cue, every musical cue. We, we know everything about this film, and Ray Liotta's all over it. In my opinion, he was almost a prisoner of how great he was in this great film. It was hard to get out of, not the typecasting, it it was just us. He was just, it's ingrained in our fucking brain. It's like Rocky or Saturday Night Fever. It's like fucking Henry Hill. Henry fucking Hill. He played Henry Hill in Goodfellas. Uh, He was in Field of Dreams, another incredible film, Shoeless Joe Jackson. Um... Which everybody's seen Field of Dreams, I think, right? Has everybody saw Field of Dreams? Another, you want to cry? Go fuck with Field of Dreams. Um, beautiful film. And I had the uh, pleasure of working with Ray Liotta on Copland. 
which I've talked about a lot on this podcast, and, and sometimes I, f I forget to mention how exciting, like I said, to work with fucking Henry Hill, to work with Ray Liotta. And, you know, my experience, you know, I had a few days of, of long days with him. You know, the, the first scene that, I believe it was the first day of production, the first scene, it might have been the first day of production of Copland, is the last scene in the film where Sylvester Stallone's character, Ray Liotta's character, are essentially delivering my character, Superboy. They're delivering my character to the police because they're afraid that other police, the whole film is about corrupt cops, um, are going to kill me. And obviously, yeah, to Robert De Niro's character. I'm throwing these fucking names out. I mean, you, you, get, you have to really understand at the time... We shot this movie in 1996. I was 26 years old. I'm 52 years old now. If I did that film now, I would be head over heels excited about working with those guys. I would be so just flabbergasted. Never used the word flabbergasted on 900 plus I am Rapport Stereo podcast episodes. Have I ever used the word flabbergasted? I would guess not. And at 52, I've done tons of things and worked with tons of people. But at 26, and the film came out in 1997, at 26, I mean, this is five or six years before I even had the idea. This is five or six years. Shut up, fucking motorcycle, evil Knievel, cocksucker, fuck. Motherfucking... X game motorcycle cocksucker. Fucking worm. You fuck. Excuse me. Fucking guy's outside with his stupid fucking motorcycle. Anyway, 1996 is, you know, I decided to become a stand up comedian slash actor when I was 19. But the first day of shooting Copland, I was head over fucking heels with excitement. The anticipation of working with Robert De Niro, Sylvester Stallone, Harvey Keitel, and Ray Liotta. And I would work with a couple of them all at the same time. I believe that day, I know I worked with, was Harvey Keitel that? No, he wasn't there. It was Robert De Niro, Sylvester Stallone, Ray Liotta, and myself. And I got to set and we, you know, read through the lines with the director, James Mangold. And, you know, he's like, uh, you know, Mike, this is Ray. Ray, this is, you know, Mike. And I had already met Sylvester Stallone. And uh, Mike, this is uh, Bob, meaning Bob Dinner. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, how crazy is this? Like, I was prepared to kick ass and prepared to do my thing. But, you know being in front of them, I was like, this is in, in New York City down by one police plaza. I'm like elated. Literally elation, flabbergasted, overwhelmed with excitement and gratitude that I'm doing this. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? This is incredible. And, um, you know, and to be there with a few of them all at the same time, I'm, I'm bugging. I'm literally, I'm bugging out. But I'm also prepared because I had to prepare myself because I knew that I would be bugging out. 
anyway, you know, I remember like, you know, being, there was a couple of scenes in cars and I remember being in a car one day and it was, I think me, Robert Patrick, maybe it was Robert Patrick, um, Ray Liotta. And, and it was definitely a Harvey Keitel, Ray Liotta. Maybe, maybe it was just the three of us. And I'm in the car and like, we're waiting and we're waiting. You know, sometimes you could wait 20 minutes, 30 minutes, you know, to get a shot going or to tweaking something. You're just sitting there. There's no cell phones. There's no Instagram, you know, and I'm like a kid. I'm fucking 26 years old. I'm literally a fucking kid. You know, I'm like a kid now, but at the time, I'm really a kid. 26 years old, and I'm in the car with these people that have, they mean so much to me. And, you know, I'll say this, you know, I remember Ray Liotta being very quiet, very nice, but just sort of quiet. He was a quiet guy when I worked with him. You know, I would ask him questions. He, He didn't. He wasn't standoffish or anything. He was just a quiet, you know, quiet guy, always prepared. You know, his voice was, it's Ray Liotta. It's his voice. You know, it's those eyes. It's that, you know, that face. And, um, you know, that, that was my memory of him. Like, you know, I didn't get much from him. But one thing I will say, this, I don't know if this means you're a good person but, you know, I know this is a fact. You know, at one point he was dating a woman who was in a wheelchair. She was a wheelchair-bound woman. And I remember finding out about that, and I was like, damn, that must, he must be a really fucking good guy. And you might be like, well, what do you mean? You might fall in love. No, not everybody would do that. I don't think I would do that. Obviously, if something happened to my wife, God forbid, it's one thing. But he, he was dating a woman that he met and fell in love with who was wheelchair bound. And I was, was, was like, fuck. But, you know, it's just a sad, huge loss for film and uh, film lovers. And I'm sure his family and, you know, so many people that that worked with him. Um, you know, that film Narc. Another really cool film. Interesting film that guy Joe Carnahan directed. And the, the last time I was uh, really hyped about Ray Liotta... Uh, he was in that movie, A Marriage Story, the Noah Baumbach film uh, starring uh, Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. He played the the divorce lawyer. And again, because of his fucking voice and his presence and divorce is so ugly and rotten and it's so criminal-like and those lawyers are such scumbags, he was so creepy and skeevy as that fucking lawyer in that movie Marriage Story, which is a really, really heavy, good film. And of course, I think Laura Dern either won an Academy Award, she was nominated for Academy Award, but Ray Liotta should have totally been nominated as well in um, for his performance in, in Marriage Story. And it's just a, you know, a huge loss. He was in that Sopranos prequel, uh, Many Saints of Newark. I mean, in tons and tons and tons of, of other performances, TV stuff and... Um, you know, just movie after movie after movie. Um, and it's just a huge loss uh, for fans. Um, and it's 67 years old is not, is not old, man. 67 years old is, that's for natural causes. Something happened. There wasn't, you know, I don't know what happened. That, that, um, Place Beyond the Pines, which is another really good film, um, which I, I really like that film. Um, just sad, 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 a uh, huge loss for show business and fans and, of course, family of Ray Liotta. Big, big, big loss. 
right, Illinois Rapper Pack, I got a surprise for you. I got a little something, something for everybody in the Illinois area. Captain Picks is hosting its first ever wager watch and win viewing party next week in Chicago, Shy Town for game one of the NBA Finals. The Dust Brothers are coming to town, Miles. Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, are coming to Chicago to RSVP for free. Please DM at the Captain Picks on Instagram. DM at the Captain Picks on Instagram for details. I'll pop in. I'll say what's up to everybody via FaceTime. Okay, as our gift to you, we will be offering a free open bar. It's a free open bar in Chicago. An hour before tip-off, along with all of the pre-game picks to help you win championship cash. This is a live betting sports extravaganza at the Dime, 2263 North Lincoln Avenue, Chicago, Illinois. Raffles, giveaways, including t-shirts, hats, shot glasses, and Ben Baller signed baseball cards. Those are worth money. Special virtual appearances. By Ben Bola and like I said, myself, all access to unlimited sports picks to break your bookies bankroll and break their fucking balls. VIP tables and packages are available. Again, DM at the Captain Picks on IG for inquiries and to RSVP. The event is sponsored by www.captainpicks.com. Captain Picks is coming to Chicago next Thursday, June 2nd for game one of the NBA Finals. Let's fucking go. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Have I officially declared Kevin Spacey, actor, credible actor, a sick fuck? I'd have to go into the files to check to see if I have given Kevin Spacey a sick fuck award. I mean, Danny Aiello would go nuts over this fucking guy. Um, But I'm not going to Aiello right now because... Full transparency. I haven't been feeling great. Nothing bad. I want to just... It's, it's a lot. It's a lot going on uh, in this podcast. I don't want Aiello. Uh, but Danny Aiello would be like, you sick cocksucker. You ass-grabbing motherfucker, you. What the fuck are you doing? Um, I don't know if I ever gave Kevin Spacey a sick fuck of the week award, but he certainly fucking deserves it. Kevin Spacey was charged today with four counts of sexual assault in the UK, in the United Kingdom. The same day, while in New York City, in Money Making Manhattan, where I am recording this I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, he took the stand in yet another sexual abuse case that he's dealing with in New York City. This is a sick fuck. And, and unfortunately, you know, there's no exemptions for the sick fucks. Um, actors, I, I don't know Kevin Spacey. I've, actually, I don't think I've ever, I know I've been in the same room with him, but I've never met him. Maybe I met him, like in passing. But, you know, there's been rumors about Kevin Spacey before any of this started years ago. You know, first of all, Kevin Spacey was gay, is gay. He never has admitted to being gay. He's never come out as gay. I remember he did a 60 Minutes piece where he gave some convolution. And I I get that. I get that. Not judging him for that. I I get how hard it must be for somebody who's trying to be a leading man, especially 62 years old. You know, the stigma of being gay, being gay in Hollywood, and he also you know, had a career where he's playing straight people. So I I get that. But it was a known thing that he was gay, but it was also a known thing that he was like a sick fuck. Like there's a, what's the name of this place? There's a, there's a, the fuck is the name of this massage place? It's like a, a famous massage place, up and up massage place. Not like a Robert Kraft, you know, tug and rub, rub and tug, uh, you know, off the side of the road, Asian massage place, like a famous place in, in Los Angeles, like in Beverly Hills. And I remember hearing a rumor like, oh, he, he's banned from, I can't remember the name of the place, because he was chasing around the masseuse. Like motherfuckers is coming in there to give him a massage, and he's probably unfolding the loaf, putting their hands on his pipe, and doing all, you know, maybe he wants him to stick a finger up his Listen, you want a finger up your ass? Go to the rub and tug. 
Like everybody else, Kevin Spacey, you want to get a jerk off at the fucking rub and tug, you need to go to the rub and tug. Stay out of the legitimate massages. Stay out of the legitimate massage parlors in Beverly Hills. But I remember hearing about this years ago. And this is before any of this foolishness has come out about him. But it's just, it's one count here. It's two counts there. We got United Kingdom. We got Manhattan. There's all sorts of shit. And it's not like he could be like, oh, I'm being blackballed. I mean, there's been, there's probably things that people aren't coming out about. But Kevin Spacey is, in fact, what we would call a sick fuck. He is absolutely a, a true blue sick fuck. And he's got more... He's got more accusations, more counts of sexual against him. Three more men, three men in the UK just came out against him while he was in court in money-making Manhattan just today. You sick fuck you. The other Hollywood thing people keep asking me about is the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trial. Now, I've been talking about this for a while also. I said if I was the judge, I'd be like, you two get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of my court. Stay the fuck away from each other. You're not allowed in the same city. You're certainly not allowed within 5,000 feet of each other. Get the fuck out of here. Now, during this long, arduous civil suit that's going on, and I understand it. Johnny Depp is apparently... Let me get this right, is suing Amber Turd for making accusations. She wrote a, a piece in a magazine, maybe it was the Washington Post or something like that, that he beat her. And that's a serious thing. You can't go around telling people uh, somebody beat you if they didn't beat you, okay? Especially if you're a woman and he's a man, especially if you're a big fucking star like Johnny Depp. So... These two were married. They obviously had a dysfunctional relationship. If you've seen anything about this trial, follow these two. These two were fucking nuts. Wine drinking, beer drinking, brown liquor drinking, fucking kooks. Total dysfunction. And my man Toby today was asking me about it. He goes, oh, I'm watching the trial. And I said, you know what? He said, what do you think? I go, this is what I think. In my opinion, I think it was an abusive relationship on both fucking sides whether or not Johnny Depp was smacking her around when he was drunk whether or not he doesn't remember I'm just throwing this out there he doesn't remember smacking around because he was drunk he was on drugs he was all fucked up whether or not this bitch Amber Heard did the same thing she's smacking him around she's punching him they're beating each other up they're shitting in the bed these are two lunatics in my opinion, based on everything I've know, I know everything I've watched of this Tron, I've had enough. This thing's been fucking month. My instinct from the beginning was these are two sick fucks. Okay? These two were fucking out of their mind. I think they allegedly were both drinking, drugging, boozing. In my opinion, I think they were abusive to each other. That's my opinion based on what I know about the case so far. And like I said. If I was the judge, I'd be like, listen, you guys have pretty much ruined the way people will ever look at you again. You both are fucked up. You both were fucked up. Stay away from each other. Don't come within 5,000 feet of each other. In my opinion, stay the fuck out of each other. Like you shouldn't even, like I said, be in the same city as each other. Get help. 
get sober, and move on with your lives. Because in my opinion, they're both fucked up. Whether Amber Turd is less likable than Johnny Depp, it's meaningless. If I was the judge, I'd be like, you're both sick fucks. You both have problems. Move on with your fucking life. Because I think there's no conclusive evidence that either one of them wasn't fucking being abusive physically and emotionally to each other. That's how I fucking judge this case. Boom, done. Get out of my fucking court. You wasted enough time, you freaks. The other show business Hollywood thing I'm going to talk about is the Paramount Plus. It's on the streaming. Paramount Plus show The Offer, which I have been... I have been binge watching and I don't like to binge watch shows, but I've had the time and I really love this show. Uh, The offer on Paramount Plus is about the making of the movie The Godfather. And, you know, at first I was like, what are they going to tell me? Like, I was kind of like reluctant to watch. I've studied this film. I've studied the making of the film. There's an actual documentary on the the making of the godfather which blew my mind when it first came out because there's screen tests from al pacino screen tests from robert de niro screen tests with james Kahn, uh screen tests with al pacino did i say al pacino uh marlon brando i said it all and there's you know screen tests where robert de niro is you know auditioning to play sunny the part that james Kahn played there's screen tests where james Kahn is auditioning to play Michael Corleone, the part that Al Pacino... I mean, I just was like, what the fuck? When I first saw that, I was like, whoa. It tripped me out to see that stuff. And, and of course, the movie The Godfather, which came out... The fucking movie The Godfather came out in 1972. That's 50 fucking years ago. That is crazy. That's nuts that that movie came out 50 years ago. Anyway, the the offer, which stars Miles Teller as the producer, Al Ruddy, and, you know, it has all the real people. It has a guy who's playing Robert Evans, the famous producer, iconic, colorful producer who produced Chinatown, Rosemary's Baby, of course, The Godfather. Um... That's an excellent documentary. If you've never seen the documentary about Robert Evans, The Kid Stays in the Picture, you want to watch a really cool film about a bugged out dude, you know, and a true blue show business guy, you should definitely watch um, The Kid Stays in the Picture. Um, There's an Al Pacino character. There's a guy who's playing Al Pacino, which I thought it was CGI. The fucking guy is so good um, who plays Al Pacino. I was like, what the fuck? There's a real Francis Ford Coppola who, of course... Directed The Godfather, Apocalypse Now, and and other films. There's a guy who plays Mario Puzo who wrote the book The Godfather. And it's it's just a great film. Um, Giovanni Ribisi plays the mobster, Joe Colombo. And it's just a great film. Miles Teller, who, you know, I've always liked this. Excellent, excellent, excellent as the main dude, this guy, Al Ruddy, who, you know, created the TV show uh, Hogan's Heroes, but really wanted to... Uh, produce films, and he he gets a relationship with Robert Evans, and he he gives him, yo, you're going to produce The Godfather. And, you know, some of the things that I learned and was reminded about, if, uh, first of all, is, you know, at the time, there was no, like, The Godfather is the first. You know, these, they called them gangster films. These gangster films 
back then. They they didn't do well. They weren't about family. They were, you know, they were about like you know James Cagney and oh yeah, stick them up. And it wasn't it wasn't the way the Godfather was articulated. Our, our, the Godfather obviously is about a family, a mob family, you know, uh, the family, meaning mafia and all that stuff. But it's really about a family and the show, the offer breaks down so many incredible things about the godfather but also breaks down how hard it it was and how hard it is to make a movie it really articulates just how chaotic and how focused and how um dead set and dedicated and passionate and never give up never fucking uh take no for an answer uh you know change on the fly uh, be prepared for anything to go wrong uh, because it's going to go wrong. Things are when you're making a movie or a TV show. Um, they're both really hard to get done. That's why when I say like a show, uh, you know, stays on for three or four seasons, it's a minor miracle. When a film gets made, you know, like The Godfather, and, and now it's like, you know, it's like pop culture. Talk about Goodfellas. Like The Godfather started everything. It started everything. Um, everything is based off the Godfather and everything, you know, that uses family, it's all inspired from the Godfather. Like the Godfather is the fucking, it's like the dunk. It's like the home run in baseball. It's like, you know, like, like a fucking, you know, it, it's just a game changing film. And, and this show really, uh, you know, shows, you know, just like I said, how crazy and how hard it was to make this film. But like I said, there's no easy film to get made. Making movies is tough. Getting things done in Hollywood is tough. And, uh, you know, it's just a, a trip down memory lane. It's a great film about really, truly, even though the film takes place in 1970, 71, 72, the film, the show takes place then, it's still, it's damn near impossible. And you have to be as dedicated at this as this producer, Al Ruddy, who's a real character, a real person, um, was and committed he was to getting this film made, you know, because... You know, like, I'll, I'll just tell you one story. Like, like at the time, Al Pacino hadn't done anything. He literally had done nothing. And Francis Ford Coppola, the, the director, he wanted Al Pacino. And the studio, uh, they wanted, like, Robert Redford and Ryan O'Neill and Paul Newman and shit like that. And he was like, I want this unknown guy to star in my movie. And Paramount Pictures was like, who the fuck are you talking about? We, we don't even, like, he was a nobody. And it's just crazy how, like, Francis Ford Coppola fought for him and he pushed for him and and then uh, um you know obviously went on to become Al Pacino but maybe if Francis Ford Coppola and Al Ruddy you know didn't push that hard for you know Al Pacino who who knows how his career would have played out um anyway it's just a great show it, it's a fun show it's it's easy to watch it has the real mafia involved cuz they were involved they didn't want the film to get made because they thought it made Italians and the mafia look bad and, and it's just very, very fun and easy to watch, like I said. And if you have Paramount Plus, um, you should definitely take a look at um, The Offer starring Miles Teller, who kills it. And the rest of the... There's a guy who plays Marlon Brando. It's bugged out. It's bugged out. It's very fun. And, and uh, I had a... You know, it's not, I'm not done with it, but I'm really, really, really enjoying um, watching um, The Offer on uh, Paramount Plus. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the Draft. 
DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. got to talk about this Texas shooting, which is, as of now, 19 people, children, have died. Um, 19 children and two teachers, 21 people killed. There's other people that were shot. The death toll can go up. Um, this was just reported before I started podcasting today. One of the teachers, 24, uh, one of the teachers who died in the shooting, protecting her, her kids, her students, her husband today died of a heart attack. He had no prior health issues. He was married to his wife for 24 years. He went to her memorial site, came home and dropped dead. Which is not surprising because can you imagine the the shock and devastation that this man has had in the last few days? 
And 19 children, I mean, nine-year-olds and 10-year-olds and in an elementary school killed by a sick fuck. And this is just not even two weeks since the the Buffalo shooting where another sick fuck went into the supermarket and, and killed all those people. Most of them were, were older people. This is the same time we're, we're arguing, we're, we're fighting for the right to keep abortion laws, for the right for women to have abort, to be able to have abortions, how and when they want. This is still going on. That, that an 18-year-old, both of those people is crazy. The guy in, in Buffalo and the guy in, the kid in Texas, the kid in Texas and the kid in Buffalo, both of these are 18-year-olds, got assault rifles, assault weapons, just the name, assault rifles. Not a hunting rifle. They're called assault rifles. This, this guy in Texas got this a couple of days after his 18th birthday. I think it was two days after his 18th birthday. He got two assault rifles in the state of Texas where you must be 21 to drink. You have to be 21 years old to drink in Texas, yet at 18 you could get not one, but two assault rifles. Two assault rifles that can shoot up to 20 to 45 bullets per minute. Not a musket that could shoot two to three bullets per minute, which was the gun of choice back when the Constitution was written. Not a musket which shoots two to three bullets per minute. Uh, an AR-15, an assault rifle, tells it all right there. It's an assault rifle, shoots 20 to 45 bullets per minute. Musket was used in the Revolutionary War. This is... This is insane. You know, also in Texas, you need to be 25. This is a fact. You need to be 25 to rent a car. So you can get an assault rifle at 18. You can't drink at 20, but you need to also be 25 years old to rent a car from like Hertz. Hertz rent a car. Because Hertz rent a car is smart. We're like, we don't want these fucking 18-year-old dummies Renting our cars, they can't drive. They're 18, they're stupid. We could probably make more money if we rented to 18-year-olds and 21-year-olds and 22-year-olds. But it's not in our best interest to rent it to them because God only knows what the fuck they'll do with our cars. But not an assault rifle. An assault rifle you could get at 18 on your birthday. I, listen, we've all talked about this, thought about it. It's disgusting. I can't even offer up a solution, but it really says it all that you have to be 25 to rent a car in Texas, but they'll give a gun, an assault rifle to an 18-year-old. And whether it's mental illness, mental illness caused by racism, because like I said the other day, it's not just racism. 
that caused that person to go into the supermarket in Buffalo. That's a mentally ill person. Their brain and their who they are as a person is, is so weak and so twisted and so demented that they could read things online about blacks and Jews and they process them differently. See, if you tell me blacks and Jews are this or Chinese people are that or gay people are this or trans people are that, I have the ability to decipher, oh, this is, this is, this is bullshit. This is insanity. But the person who shot up the place in Buffalo, he didn't have that ability to do that because there's been discussions like, well, he planned it. He bought the guns. He thought it out. He mapped it out. He wrote this 170-page manifesto. So Jeffrey Dahmer's neighbors thought he was a cool, nice guy, a polite guy. Look at all that Adolf Hitler accomplished. You don't think he was mentally ill? You don't think Saddam Hussein is mentally ill? You don't think that Vladimir Putin is mentally ill? You don't think that Dick Stain Donald Trump has a form of mental illness? Not to put him in the same category with those murderers, but do you understand what I'm saying? But that's not the point. Because in my opinion, if you think it's acceptable and okay, I don't care if it's a, a fucking little handgun or an assault rifle or anything bigger, or in between, if you think it's acceptable to pull out a gun and shoot people, you have a form of mental illness. And I don't give a fuck what the reason is. I don't give a fuck what your past was. I don't give a fuck that you were bullied. But the fact that every country in the world has mentally ill people, but only here in the United States can an 18-year-old get a fucking assault rifle is, is what I care about. And they can't figure it out because they want to make more money. 19 kids, 10, 9, 11-year-old fucking little, you see the faces of the little, little babies, the little fucking kids destroyed in a classroom. They said the carnage was horrific. You can't do that with a musket, a musket which was the only gun or one of the only guns that was available when they wrote this fucking constitution. We change cars. We have cars that could drive themselves. They didn't have that then. I don't even know if they had fucking cars then. Sneakers from the 70s are shit compared to what we use now. We got fucking sneakers that have incredible technology and comfort. Furniture, clothing, architecture, machinery. Everything changes except for the Constitution. Everything changes. Everything is upgraded. Our fucking phones are upgraded. Drinking fucking coconut water. You know, you fucking green juice. Everything's upgraded. Speakers in your ceiling, iPhones, phones that talk to you, cameras all over the place, except for the fucking Constitution. I mean, I could go on and on about it, but what's the point? It's a fucking shame. And I'll do next week's podcast and the following week's podcast, and the, and the inevitable will happen. Within a few weeks, there'll be another shooting. There'll be another shooting. Take your fucking breath away. Devastate families. The kids that survived, devastated. 
Can you imagine the kids that survived, their friends, the brothers and sisters of these kids? Devastated. Lives ruined. Fucking terrible. Anyway, I'm done. All right, it's uh, Memorial Day weekend. I hope everybody has a great, safe weekend. Do not drink and drive. Do not drink and drive. Call an Uber, walk, sleep, do whatever you need to do to make it home safe, okay? To have a great, safe, fantastic Memorial Day weekend. I hope everybody is truly good, safe, and sound and has gratitude for every single thing we have. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Whew. Take me out here with something real nice. Take me out of here with something real proper, but most importantly, take me out of here to something real loud and real funky. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Have a good one. Have a safe one. diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.